You know, I've been looking at this all week forward to it. Uh, big event tomorrow afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, uh, at Mulcahy's Concert Hall in Wontaw. It's between 1 and 7. The proceeds from this event, by the way, are going to be donated to uh, some great charities, multiple great charities, including, but not limited, to the Wounded Warriors Project and the Northport PTSD Veterans Association, among others, too. And really, the goal is to keep this individual's memory alive to this James McNaughton. It's an incredible story. Uh, while honoring all the fallen heroes who have paid the ultimate sacrifice and raising awareness and support for veterans uh, and service members who incurred a physical or mental injury, illness, uh, or wound, all due uh, to their military service. And I mentioned briefly before of the life of Jimmy McNaughton, who, by the way, at age 27, he was the first New York City police officer, the first one, folks, uh, to give his life for his country as a soldier, on the line of duty while uh, serving, while serving in Iraq. And in fact, you know, the mayor at the time, Michael Bloomberg, uh, said in a written statement, James McNaughton made our city safe as a police officer and gave his life defending our country. Police commissioner at the time, Ray Kelly, remember Ray Kelly? Said Jimmy McNaughton embodies the motto of the NYPD, Fidelis Mortem, faithful until death. Wow. Strong words, strong parents. Bill and Michelle McNaughton, nice enough to give us a couple of minutes here on this Friday morning. And I welcome you and I honor you because your son, uh, from everything I've read, Bill and Michelle, uh, he was quite an individual. Uh, quite an individual to get into the background and everything else. Welcome to the show, culminating tomorrow with a, I kind of described it as a celebration slash party. Michelle, is that, the, is that the right way to kind of describe tomorrow? Good morning. Yes, it definitely is the way to describe it. You know, his friends put this, puts us together all the time, and um, it's their way of celebrating and honoring him. And, it's, you know, the NYPD comes out, the Army guys come out, friends and family come out. So, yes, we're celebrating Jimmy, and it's, you know, it's humbling. Yeah. Bill, quite a story. I've, you know, gotten to know a little bit about your son, you know, as a staff sergeant with the Army Reserves and everything else. Let's get into the whole shebang here, my friend. Uh, at, at what point, uh, I mean, did, did Jimmy want to serve from way back in time? Is that how it all got started? Three days out of high school, he was gone for a five-year commitment with the MPs. That's how early it was. He was ready to go. He joined. He certainly was. He certainly was. Staff Sergeant, Army Reserves, 306 MP Battalion, Bill 800th Military Police Brigade, based out of Uniondale, by the way, Um, served five years on active duty as military police officers, Stationed out in California, Germany as well. Served tours, Bosnia, Kosovo, right? Uh, yes. He got an honorable discharge. He remained in the reserves while joining the New York City Police Department. That was what? In 2001? Give the me a little bit on class. that. That is, uh, that is incredible, the transition and everything else. Give it me the mindset the there. Bill- he got out of the Army the day before. And then- <coughs> Next day, he was... In the NYPD. Yeah. 
and that was just something he thought it would be a very good transition, right, Bill? Yes. Well, both Bill and I are both retired police officers, so he just stayed within the family. Bill himself is a veteran. Bill was in the Army in uh, the early 80s. No, 75 75 to 80. Jimmy graduated as part of that 9-11 class, right, Michelle? Yes, he was. They, he's what's called the 9-11 class. They started the academy, and normally the academy class is six months long, but because of 9-11, it was extended three months. So he did nine months. They're the longest class in the history of the police academy. Wow, that's unreal. Now, the class, it spent, the class spent the most time in the history of the department in the academy, and it was due to 9-11. So, yes, I mean, that's, they took real, that's them, the length of it all, right, Michelle? They took them out of the academy and gave them, like, security, traffic. They didn't have guns or shields yet, but they used them to supplement because the other police officers were on the pile or doing other things within the city to keep the city going after 9-11. So they used those recruits as, like I said, safety, you know, traffic, things like that. Um, I actually and, saw him go ahead, down bro. on the pile. That was a canine cop door on 9-11. I actually saw him down there. And, and that was, you know, that was an impetus as well because you are, you know, you, you served as a, as a police officer. So, you know, uh, obviously Jimmy, you know, had a love as far as wanting to do that. Uh, without question, police work seemed to be kind of like the family business, right, Bill? That's it. My father was also NYPD. Gotcha. Now, at this point in time, Jimmy was engaged to be married to an officer as well, Michelle, in the 9th Precinct? He, when he came home in August, um, on his leave, June. Uh, June, excuse me. He was killed in August. Um, when he came home in June, he, we feel like he knew that he wasn't coming back, and he closed everything that he possibly could do. Like, he saw every one of his friends on his leave. Um, he went to our younger daughter's graduation, danced with her at her, like, school dance, and he proposed to his girlfriend at the time because we feel as if he knew he wasn't coming back. So he proposed to her in June. Incredible. So they weren't engaged that long. Okay. And then after he, he had another one-year deployment, after that was complete, right, he went yeah. back to patrolling, uh, you know, with the Transit Bureau, right, in Lower Manhattan, Bill? Is that what it was? No, we, during 9-11, he got activated. So that was his first deployment before, before Iraq. 2003 gotcha. to 2004, he was uh, in <laughs> Maryland. And gotcha. then he yeah, went Michelle. back to patrol. Back to patrol. And then he got activated in 2004, that September, October. So that so, was basically yeah. October 04 was Jimmy's, what, second deployment, right? Yes. Gotcha. So... The story goes, ladies and gentlemen, upon completion of training uh, in Fort Dix, uh, and that was for a couple of months, uh, 
Tell me a little bit about that upon completion of training, Michelle. Well, they went back to Fort Dix when they were activated and um, for training, you know, what they were going to do over there in Iraq and, um, and to, you know, to get them all together because reserves are different than active duty. And then um, December 26th, they actually left for Iraq. Um, it was the day after Christmas, so we got to have, you know, Christmas with him. He drove all the way in from Fort Dix and then drove all the way back out so we could see him one last time for Christmas. And then uh, off they went. They took over Abergrove Prison after the scandal. I remember that, the uh, Abergrove Prison. Yeah. And that's where, they were, yeah, and they that's were, when in, in June of 2005, Michelle, his commanding officer at the time, asked for volunteers. But those with police experience, and, you know, Jimmy was an act, was, it was kind of a good fit for that as far as what he was asking for, correct? Well, they put it out to his uh, platoon, and um, there was others that have, you know, also police officers within his, his uh, what's the word? Unit. Unit squad. in his squad. And he told everybody to stand down because they had kids, those that had police experience, and he would take the job because he didn't have children. So, yeah, his commanding officer did put it out there, but Jimmy volunteered for it. And this, you know, this is the Iraqi Highway Patrol folks. So uh, there were several officers within the unit. However, Jimmy told, as Michelle just stated, his fellow soldiers to stand down. Jimmy accepted this assignment, a very dangerous one, right, Bill? Very dangerous. Yes, they, they would drive around Baghdad and go to uh, individual police stations that helped train the Iraqi police. Yeah, and it was a dangerous assignment based on the fact that his fellow soldiers obviously had uh, families, children, and while on a mission, I think I had this right in August. Is it 05? I think I had that right. Yeah, While on this mission, Michelle, Jimmy was training an Iraqi officer uh, up in a tower. Tell me. So on their um, drive, they had numerous things to inspect and make sure that the uh, Iraqi highway guys were doing what they were supposed to do. And him and the other uh, soldier... They would take turns going up into the different areas to do inspections. And Jimmy went up into this tower to, you know, to see what was going on. And that's when the sniper hit him. And he was, like we stated here earlier, he was the, the first uh, New York City police officer to give his life for his country as a soldier in the line yeah. of duty while, uh, while serving in Iraq. And, in fact, you know, we told you what Bloomberg said, the mayor, Ray Kelly, commissioner of the police department. Uh, incredible. And that's why, you know, tomorrow is such a meaningful day because at Mulcahy's, it's kind of like a celebration of life, you know. And various charities will be in play here as far as the uh, Wounded Warriors Project, which we all know about. And heard about the Northport PTSD Veterans Association, among others. And the goal is really to ensure, uh, Michelle and Bill, is to keep uh, your incredible son's memory alive. And 
also while honoring all the fallen heroes who have paid the ultimate sacrifice, right? Yes. You know, it is, it's been 22 years of war, and it's, you know, people really don't think about this too much anymore. You know, us as uh, parents, you know, this never goes away. Even you describing Mayor Bloomberg and Ray Kelly and all like that, that day, you brought me right back to that day again. You know, so we are always think about this, but this is humbling that these guys have been doing this for 18 years now. It's been a couple of years because COVID screwed us up for a couple of years. But uh, this is our way of keeping it out there. And it, as a parent, it's just so humbling to know that these so many people knew Jimmy and recognized him. And, and it's such a, again, I don't even really, after a while we keep on saying, it's just so humbling that these kids, we, to me as a parent, it shows me what type of man Jimmy was and how many people he affected in his life. It's amazing. It really is. And, you know, Michelle, we broadcast to the largest population of veterans uh, in the state in Suffolk County. And, uh, you know, we have been behind our veterans, beyond everything happening at Northport. We focus in on that. Uh, it's very important. And that's why tomorrow is such an important day is to keep Jimmy's memory alive all while honoring all the fallen heroes who have paid that ultimate sacrifice, folks. And, again, raising awareness is key. And supporting. Everyone's excited. Yeah. It's Everyone's excited, right? at the door. Yeah. Go ahead, Michelle. What were you saying? Everyone is invited. You can come by yourself. There's always somebody to talk to, you know, or bring friends. It's $20 to get in at the door. There's free food. You know, there's entertainment. There's raffles. You know, it's just, and the bottom line is no parent wants their child forgotten. You know, it's to go and hear stories and hear the different people, you know, with things that he did or things that they wish they could do. That helps the family. It helps Bill and I, you know, because we get to talk about it. You don't want to not talk about somebody when they're gone. When you talk about them, they're here with you. You know, we just got word yesterday, one of his friends that worked with him in the police department, he said, you know, I would never miss this. He goes, and this year I have to miss it, but it's for a really good reason. And he sent us a picture. Him and his wife just had a baby, and they named him James. And, of course, it was for our Jimmy. But he was one of many that have named their children for Jimmy. Eric uh, Wiggins, which is one of Jimmy's childhood friends was one of the first people to name his son James. And James is 16 now, you know, 18 years later. And like all these kids have Jimmy's name, you know, that, and it's another way to be remembered. But Thompson. And then we have a, another soldier Jimmy's Thompson, driver. which was Jimmy's driver in Iraq. He just had twins last, well, a couple of years now. And a boy and a girl, they're fraternal, and um, both of their middle names are Jane. And the people in the hospital said, why did you give the girl the middle name Jane? And he goes, well, it's for a soldier that I was close with. And now every time people see that name, his story keeps going. Uh, That, to me, is the ultimate honor. really is. 
Uh, and that's what it's all about. You know, it's it's honoring heroes who have paid that sacrifice, raising awareness to supporting veterans uh, for the service. Uh, those who incurred a physical, mental injury, illness, wound due to their military service all tomorrow, 1 to 7. It's 20 at the door, folks, but it, it's such a great cause. Uh, it really is. And, of course, you know, there you're going to have a DJ. You're going to have raffles, Michelle stated. Uh, awesome prizes, you know, trips, from what I understand, TVs, sports, concert tickets, uh, drink specials, free food all day. A lot of work has been put into this. And it's one of the really largest, from what I understand, annual events here on the island. And for anyone local on the island or even the city, and you don't have any plans, get out there uh, tomorrow. Get out there tomorrow. It's right across from the Wontog train station, so you can take public transportation. Yep. Uh, very accessible via the railroad, Babylon train line and everything else. Maybe, you know, 35-minute ride from Penn Station right around there. It's located right across the street from the rail. Um, I've been there many times. Got family that lives in Wonton. Got been there many times. Check it out. Mulcahy's tomorrow. Great cause. Uh, great cause from one to seven, folks. I promise you. You will have a fantastic time. Bill and Michelle, it's been an absolute honor to have you on the show. Really Thank has so a tremendous much. story. 